0: Welcome to a new series we are debuting here on the Purdue Podcast Network called Katie Corner. I'm your host, Corey Palm. In this series, we're going to take a look back week by week at some of the greatest seasons in legendary coach Gene Katie's 25 years at Purdue.
1: everyone, and welcome to this week's Gene Candy Show. The regular season
2: is history. The thing that made this season a, a successful one was the type of players that we had character-wise. They've been good people, and they try to do what you want. So that's encouraging, and, of
0: course, we're looking to forward to practice on Monday. We pick up Katie Corner at the tail end of the 1985-86 season, one in which the Boilermakers reached new heights under Coach Katie and advanced to the NCAA tournament for the fourth straight year, this time as a sixth seed but we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. The Boilermakers began the season 14-2 with the only losses coming to top-ranked North Carolina in the Great Alaska Shootout and on the road against 16th-ranked Louisville. The Boilermakers won their first three Big Ten games before falling on the road at 2nd-ranked Michigan. Two weeks later, Purdue took its number 15 ranking to Bloomington and fell in overtime 71-70, a loss that began a four-game skid and put the season or rather, the postseason, in doubt. A five-game win streak down the stretch, capped by a revenge win over the Hoosiers in Mackey, put the Boilermakers back on solid ground as the end of the regular season approached. Road games at Minnesota and Iowa would wrap the regular season, and that's where we pick up Coach Katie and Larry Clisby. Here's Katie Corner from March sixth, 1986. Hi, everyone, and welcome to
1: this week's Gene Cady Show. The regular season is history, and the Boilermakers finish with an outstanding mark. 22 victories and 9 defeats, also 11-7 and seven in the Big Ten, and finish with an upper division finish. Tie with the Illini of Illinois for 4th place, and as we mentioned, picked up 22 regular season wins with single-digit losses, so it was a fine season. However, Coach, it did not end on a positive note, as Iowa knocked you off uh, last night, 70. 7-64 to 64 in a game that probably was a little bit closer than that final score.
2: Well, it was a game that, uh, you know, was frustrating. It was a frustrating weekend because you want to end on a positive note so you can kind of springboard into the NCAA if you get picked uh, with a, a situation where you feel like you're making progress. And I guess that's what really uh, makes the end of basketball season a, a frustrating situation to all coaches at all levels because we'd all like to end on a win, and that's just not going to happen to very many of us. And uh, you just have to come up with a better team that following year and hope you can come up with something. But thank goodness now we're starting really our third season and uh, hope we can come up with something that we can all feel good about when it's all over. Well, Coach,
1: you started the week against the Minnesota Golden Gophers and uh, took a little while to get on track. Of course, Minnesota had a lot to gain in this game. They really felt that they still had a shot at the NIT. Uh, their problems have been well documented. No reason to bring those up. But... They are pretty undermanned, but the five guys they can put on the floor have a great deal of confidence now, and they played a heck of a ball game against you. Yeah, this one pretty well salted away, though, and had some problems down
2: the stretch. Well, it was a game where uh, we played good in spurts, and uh, at times we uh, looked like a fine basketball team, and other times we didn't get the job done. Game started when you had to go with Jeff Arnold
1: off the start because of Melvin McCants ankle and Jeff gave you quite a bit of action in the early going especially on the boards he had five rebounds in the first eight minutes and really five of those came in about the first four minutes and he is coming around and he's giving you some help in the
2: post position. Well he's kind of taking up the slack for Melvin because he's not a full go yet and and, Jeff was our leading rebounder with eight rebounds in the game, so, you know, coming off a broken leg, that's not too shabby, and he's held in there tough, and and he's tried to be positive, and and it's paid off for him most of the time.
1: Doug Lee had a real good first half in this game, 11 points. In fact, 11 of his 13 points came in the first half, but it wasn't a game that saw a lot of scoring from anybody, really.
2: Well, Minnesota, you know, has they play within their limits, they're not going to get too carried away with an up-tempo game because they don't have any depth, so they can't run too much. And uh, there, uh, Todd Mitchell makes a very hard shot, and that's one of the things that we're we're doing right now in basketball. We're making a lot of things hard, and we're not hard to guard ourselves, and uh, we're not we're not making it uh, tough on other team defensively. And a lot of times, it has to do just like right there, not blocking out and doing the basic things. So. Pretty much, we just got to go back and, and work on the fundamentals that that were the weakest at. What well, was your
1: attitude coming into this game? You, I know you felt that you had to have it to, to go to the NCAA tournament, or at least to assure that you'd be in. And uh, was the team pretty loose or well, we were, our up?
2: attitude, Larry, was to, to make some improvement and try to come up with something where we felt good. when We went to Iowa City so we could have a Springport effect, and and I think that uh, the coaches reacted to the situation that. Hey, we didn't make any progress last week and uh, Melvin was better and Jeff had played better and and uh, we're, just not, we're not playing with the same type of relaxation and uh, defensive pressure that we were early in the season and maybe that's because everybody else has improved and we haven't.
1: Another thing too that you have to look forward to is just the opportunity to play someone from a different league. Uh, after you get done with 18 games in this league. It, it's kind of nice, uh, even if it's a tough opponent, to look at somebody, it's a little bit different,
2: isn't it? Competition-wise, you know, we're prepared for anybody in the country. Uh, we had worked a lot this year on our press because we felt like if we got in the tournament, there's gonna be teams that would press us and we would be more uh, adapt to working against the press and be ready to take that challenge. But when you get in the Big Ten, you're not going to get that situation. So you kind of go back to peg one. And, and that's a reason I think that we ought to be better than we are right now. So it's really frustrating to me, and I know it is to our whole basketball team.
1: Ran out to a 60 to 48 lead, and then down the stretch, Minnesota really put it on you. And uh, you went to your delay game uh, confident in it, and uh, probably had it doing the things you wanted it to do, except you didn't hit the free throws.
2: Didn't make our free throws and didn't execute. We took steps a couple times and it really took us out of a rhythm of things. And when you look back at it, maybe we should have played, just played with them because they didn't have any depth and maybe just kept running. But we have confidence in our four corners, so we went to it and we we pulled it out. But it wasn't because we executed, because of their lack of execution really.
1: I never thought that was going to end. There was so many opportunities for Minnesota to really give you a crushing blow and they couldn't. Yeah, actually, didn't really come real close to getting them there, but they had about four opportunities, and I know you, you gained about maybe three or four years in age at that particular time.
2: Well, we didn't get the ball, we didn't go after the ball, we weren't aggressive, and uh, you know, it, it, after the game was over, you feel like you lose it. So that's what made the the whole trip so frustrating. We go on a, a road trip, where we wanted to win both games, win one of them, but you don't feel good about it. So that's one of those things where you hope that uh, with the with the NCAA coming up, that you can do something that's positive and. And, uh, you know, we have a good season, 22-9 and going, but right now I really don't feel like that's happened. Well, that's right, 22 victories, which matches Gene's best
1: record since he's been at Purdue and the total wins in a season. The Big Ten champion team a couple of years ago uh, picked up uh, 22 victories as well and finished at 22-7. and Then he went to Iowa Saturday night, and uh, Iowa really is one of those clubs that came into this game on the fence, literally on the fence. Uh, They're going to finish in sixth place in the league. They're hoping to get their 20th win. The reason they'll get their 20th is because they played the extra games allotted by the NCAA uh, prior to the season by playing out of the United States, so they had three extra games. And uh, they really were fired up for this ball game. And uh, in the first half, you played them even, Stephen, down to about the last four minutes of the first half, they ran out to a seven-point lead. Well,
2: their crowd was great. They're just like Arena. They're very loud and they were fired up for the last game. They knew they had to have this game if they were going to get in the NCAA. So they were ready to play. And I thought we were ready to play. We did get back in the game though in the second half and got ahead of them five points. You know,
1: really, uh, you got back in the game working with the transition game too. They're the ones you got to worry about. But you got a couple of nice fast breaks, a couple of quick baskets and
2: I think one of the things that frustrates our staff, Larry, is that our transition defense is not very good. We don't get back and stop people very good, but if we don't run ourselves and keep, and keep our transition game going, we're we have a lot of trouble scoring. They get 37-32 at the half. Now in the first 10 minutes of the second half,
1: it's your ball game.
2: Played probably some of our best basketball of the season. Got the ball inside, we got back on defense and stopped them, and uh, we attacked the basket, uh, basket with good intelligence on offense. I think the main thing we've got to do is learn uh, the difference when we when we uh, have a good break and when we don't, and then try to get back as a group and stop the other team from scoring. A lot of our trouble uh, is uh, twofold: we don't get back on defense properly, and then when we get uh, the ball on offense, we don't use very good passing judgment. Iowa really went to work after this. And they did
1: it with a very aggressive trapping defense and got the fast breaks going.
2: You know, you expect your older guys to be good, good leaders in, in the areas of passing, and that, this is what happened. we got some uh, leadership problems in certain times of the game, and that's if we're going to do well in NCAA, we've got to overcome this. tough loss at Iowa, but
1: again, an excellent season. I know you're happy with that, 22 victories, 9 losses, and when you look at it all, I think it's interesting, I brought this up to you last week, but if you split on this trip, exactly the same mark of a year ago when you take away the 2-1 and one record at uh, Alaska. It
2: would have been 20-8 and 11-7 and, 11 and seven in the Big Ten. We just want it to end better than it did last year. The Auburn game was really frustrating and uh, we want to overcome that. And I know we have the type of players that want to, and I'll guarantee you our staff will work awfully hard to have some success down the latter part of the season in the NCAA. That's our goal. We've done that in the NIT our first two years here, but NCAA has been very frustrating.
1: Well, i tell you, it was a great year for the Big Ten. Six teams in the NCAA, and that's some kind of work, I guarantee you. It really shows you the great balance of this league. I think very few people thought Purdue, after losing three pretty quality seniors, could come back and have the kind of year that they had, and uh, certainly that is a positive note. You know, when you look over the last eight games, though, you won six of those ball games. You were 5-5 five and five at one time, uh, coming off a four-game losing streak, had a five-game winning streak, and then... You know, had the great win over Indiana. I'm sure you're disappointed in the performance at Minnesota down the stretch and the Iowa game, but still you finished uh, rather strongly when you look at it in retrospect. The only thing is I think you might be even more concerned that you're really not playing up to your potential moving into the tournament.
2: Well, we're not improving, and that's what concerns At least I don't think we are. You know, uh, you, you, your last seven games, you win five of them, you should feel good about that, especially at this level of ball. But... Uh, It concerned me when Melvin hurt his ankle, and it seemed like we threw off the whole team's uh, ability to react to every situation that's presented to us. So we've got to get that uh, reestablished, and the thing that made this season a a successful one was the type of players that we have character-wise, because they've been good people, and they try to do what you want, so that's encouraging, and of course we're looking forward to practice on Monday. A lot of it has to do with the draw, where you
1: play, and how the chips fall. And always, you're going to have one of those hot teams like we had last year in Villanova. This
2: has become, I think, more the rule than the exception in recent years. I think it's going to be a very exciting tournament. I know I'm looking forward to it with a great deal of excitement and enthusiasm. And I think you're going to see a team probably win the national championship that maybe somebody didn't think was going to. I really think that somebody's going to come up and knock... Uh, those people off that are supposed to win it and, and make it extra exciting but I may be wrong on that you never really know but uh, it's a situation where the Big East has dominated the national championship the last two years and we hope we can get that away from them.
1: Well we'll all have it figured out by next week when we see you on the Gene Cady
0: show. And... With a split in the final two games the Boilermakers finished the regular season 22-9, and 11-7 in Big Ten play. Those 22 wins matched the most in Katie's six seasons at Purdue to that point, and the Boilermakers finished tied for fourth in the Big Ten. On Selection Sunday, the Boilermakers found out their fate, and it was a mixed bag. They'd earned the sixth seed in the Southeast region, but they'd have to play a road game in the first round as they headed to Baton Rouge to take on 11th seed at LSU. That's where we'll pick it up next time on Katie Court.